I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Trophy TV. It is the daily live. Um, Never a dull moment. There isn't ever a dull moment. <laughs> We're Everton are concerned. Um, that's small clubs for you, mate. That's it. That's it. Richard Masters has been speaking um, today. He's not covered himself in any glory again, uh, which is just part of the course, I think, for him at the moment. He's, if you were ever trying to... Antagonise. Antagonise, but also demonstrate that you shouldn't be in the role. He's doing a damn fine um, yes. impression of that. That's over. a very good spokes, uh, spokesperson, yeah. is he, for the Premier League? Not at all. Uh, because clearly he... Actually, the other fella talked about it, you know, predecessors and the like, didn't they, about we can't have too many Leicesters winning the league. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he did say that. You yeah. know, uh, Scudamore. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they clearly have... Um, a congress of bias towards those clubs they think generate the most income. Mm. Therefore, it cannot be fair and equitable. Mm. It's impossible. You know, the banners that go up at Goodison, where there's money, power, so, greed. So I've said this for years the on C-word. this channel, John. The yeah, minute, we know it. The minute there's money involved, corruption of course it does. is at the heart of it. Of course it, it is, which is why you have to have oversight, and that's mm. why big firms have, you know, compliance offers officers at board level and all sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. And what these guys continually, and particularly this guy, who they should not let out on his own, clearly, mm-hmm. is they make it something which at best from their, worst from their perspective should be opaque, mm-hmm. totally transparent, mm-hmm. totally transparent. And the numpty says in the same sentence as he describes Nottingham Forest and Everton as small clubs, mm-hmm. he says in the same sentence, but the rules apply to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay, no one believes you, Richard. No. Absolutely nobody believes you. Yeah, as if Man City are going to get done. Oh, they're shaking in their boots. You know, and as, if, as if Chelsea are going to get done. Petrified, shaking <laughs> you know. in their boots. Just there. I just find it, first of all, I find it really weird calling a club that's won the European Cup twice. Small club as well, in Nottingham Forest. Yeah. I find that really weird. Uh, and I find 
If I was a CEO of an organisation that included these 20 members, I wouldn't be calling any of them small club. I wouldn't call Luton Town a small club. Now, put them next to Liverpool or or Manchester United. They are smaller. But you're talking about a top division in England. So why would you be calling clubs a small club? The next meeting of the shareholders of the Premier League, which is in, what, February, I think, is it? Whenever it is, needs to have on the agenda the position of the chief exec. Mm. Because he doesn't... Well... Of course, maybe he's just guaranteed himself a set of votes, hasn't he? Mm. <laughs> because he, you know, he's selling to the people he thinks. Little Dicky Masters. Yeah, he, 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 his statements are perhaps okay for those clubs who he tips his hat to. Mm. Um, but the fourteen need to to, to grow some. They mm. really do, because you know you're next. It's just it. I just find it so weird, though. I find it. Why would you even say it? I just because he's on, he's on the back foot, isn't he? Well, he, clearly, yeah, he's 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 in a you know a committee room. I thought the question set him up, but someone at that level, with that degree of publicity, with the size of a business that he sort of heads and, and so on, wages. All because that, you should be able to cope with it. That's that, why you get paid you, the big. You bucks. should be able to deal with it quite comfortably. Mm. You know, the politician throws a, a thing about big clubs. Mm. He then refers to small clubs. I just find it hilarious. I mean, I don't have to argue whether Everton are a small club. There. The honours list tells you where Everton are. Um, how many trophies they've won and everything else. Yes, the, we are barren for a number of years, but historically we are anything but with the opposite of a small the club. The PR lady must have had, had her head in it. Oh, but, but listen, it is what it is. Julie Clark that. sat behind him with an Everton shirt on. Mm. Yeah, good on you. But I'm not a... I'm not a Forest fan, but I know Forest, and, and regardless, others can argue Forest are not a small football club. They won the European Cup twice. You know, compared to United and Liverpool, they are smaller again. Yeah. But why would you? You know, why would you call any of your members? That's just embarrassing from from the perspective of Masters. Because Nottingham Forest won the European Cup mm. in prehistory. Mm. Nothing prior to nineteen ninety two. But it's if you know your history, isn't it? Well, and absolutely. I know my history. Ditto. And I know what a so fantastic do I. What a team they were, they were as well. And what a team they were. And you know, one of the you know, greatest the English Mourinho managers. moves on after his three-year itch. Yeah. You yeah. know, the last great manager in his, which he might have modelled mm. himself on, would have been the great, mm. late great Brian Clough, mm. wouldn't it? Who, who, who just fantastic. performed miracles. Mm. You know. It is crazy. I mean, anyway, that's, that's Masters is. Little Dicky Masters, that's what someone said we all should refer to him as and hashtag it everywhere because quite clearly he's proven he's got a little dicky um, because that's what the power thing is all about mm. if he was supremely confident he, he wouldn't have to uh, try to you know tell everyone what a great fella he and is and the triple seven is weeks away type mm. comments shows they can't make a decision doesn't it mm. you know you know triple seven either are or are not going to pass um the Premier League's fit and proper owners and directors yeah. test thing. Yeah. You know, the FA are okay with it and have been for quite a while. The Financial Conduct Authority are okay with it, have been for quite a while. And I jokingly said it, but it's probably exactly the way it's good to describe it. They're like VAR. No, they are VAR. They're looking for a reason to say mm-hmm. no. And, and therefore, one suggests a struggling to find a way to say no. But quite often, as I say, when looking at VAR, is get the fuck on with it. If yeah. you're gonna, if you, if yeah. you're gonna d- disallow it and don't, don't allow get, them to say go, do it decision. now, make the decision. Yeah. If you're allowing it, allow it. Yeah. Let's all get on with it because yeah. it's just more nonsense. Which again, 
demonstrates that um, demonstrates their inability to yeah. deci- make decisions unless it's protecting a certain number of football That's clubs right. in the Maybe division. Maybe he hasn't been able to get round the, all the, the treacherous six for what they think yet. Bear in mind, they picked this chief exec. Some, well, of, them, I some think, of them were consulted. I think most clubs would have picked them at the time because he was he was highly rated. I oh. remember wanting them to come to Everton at one time yeah, because most, of what most, he is. Yeah, but, most clubs didn't get to actually comment, though, did they? You know. Anyway, by the by, it is what it is. And we said this months ago, this man is dead man walking in that job mm, yeah. because the credibility of the brand is now compromised for sure with him as the chief exec. Mm. And I'm sorry, but if the shareholders of the Premier League do not move him on, then the 14 just have to roll over and accept that they're just going to get their bellies tickled by the six, Mm. if it is six or four or two or whatever it is. Because this guy has just clearly said he sees you, Mm. you, Mm. Nottingham Forest, Everton, Brighton, Mm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Mm. as the small clubs. Mm. You're just there, so there's 20 in the division. You're just there to make the numbers up. Yeah. That's, That's exactly what you're there for. We, we, we like and they, they don't the want division. that, do they? They don't want anything more than that. They don't want clubs challenging no. their, their big tickets. And that's what some fans of other clubs and you just think, you just don't live in like a real football world. You're in this bubble. But they're not real fans of those people, are they? Well, I don't know. I, I, I have to believe, rightly or wrongly, that every single football club has a core of what, and it's very subjective, it's, mm. my, it's my measure, mm has real fans in it, mm. right? And I don't mean, you know, keyboard warriors and so on, yeah. right? And so if you found the 3,000, I don't know, Liverpool fans, because they're our colleagues from across the park, mm. who go to every away game, they won't be hugely dissimilar from the 3,000 Everton ones who go, the 3,000 Man United ones, and so on and so forth, right? But most of these so-called big clubs, because now... We're one of the so-called smaller ones, mm. right? Um, they have a lot of fly-by-night type fans, don't they? So, who, who follow the team who win things. Yeah, but I was or, talking, yeah. I wasn't really talking about that. I was sort of talking about their outlook on football in general, not on, on what's happening with Everton, because I think... No, I don't mean that. I mean, in general. The, but the in general, the, real fans the actual... Whoever they support. Yeah, I, I still think there's, there's the entitlement. They see football totally different. You know, I've got mates and the good mates and the reds and the, the good. You can have a good conversation with most of them, not all of them. Um, but they still maintain that Liverpool get treated much worse than any other football club in the division. That's normal. And then when you put, when you put give them some facts, they they're just like, "What you don't you don't see how badly we're treated?" And I'm like. What, what, a, what about us? But all football clubs have the same. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But fuck, it's the tribalism, isn't it? So you're never mm. going to get it round to that. But this is bigger than Everton, bigger than Forest, this thing. Totally. Because it, the the game is running away from football fans. Yeah. We, we sat in the ground the other day and it took five minutes to, to flag up an offside that you could see within about four seconds of seeing it. It didn't need 113 angles. You look at it and go, was he offside? Yeah, he was coming back, he's offside, and he touched the ball. He's offside. It, 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 way, if you go back to when offside, you know, it. if you go back to offside when the lines and just give it back in whatever it was, it would have been offside, nothing changed. Oh, I wonder there was a foul as well, actually, yeah, because the Everton defender was dragged to the floor, but he didn't give that. But the misdirection, like magicians do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah of course. No one even saw the foul. Mm. 
they were looking for well, to obviously, find yeah. the guy on the same screen as the ball sort mm-hmm. of thing. <laughs> it's just, but that's just one thing, isn't it? You know, keep saying it. When, and I'm sure a lot of fans do this. When you score a goal, you're sort of waiting to see whether the referee's got his, you know, his finger on his ear listening to the VAR saying whether or not that needs checking or can you celebrate, you know. The, I think there's only been... Maybe something like Jack Harrison's goal against Bournemouth this season, where a true oh and um, the odd one like the Corey where it's cut back and you put it in, where I know that it's a goal, so you can celebrate mm. a lot of it. Like Man City when we scored against City the other week, I didn't even celebrate. Well, Harrison go. put it in, it was like because I'd seen Rodri cry Arson, and I thought he'll check it and it'll, it's it's Man City, and, and because there was no contact, he just threw himself down. The goal was given. Then you. You know, you're celebrating it. But that moment of pure emotion and, mm-hmm. you know, jumping, which you go the match for, has well, been removed it. by these clowns. No, it's not. not oh, well, that's, well, that's you. That's what I mean. But, it, it, but that's up to you. But don't you feel a tit then three seconds later? When no, it's not at all. Not at all. Well, eat whatever, but, but I don't want the heartache. No, so I, no, I understand. And, and there'll wait. be people in my camp, people in your mm-hmm. camp, and people in camps in between, mm-hmm. won't there? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. long they wait before and so on yeah. and so forth. But masters must speak to Howard Webb at some stage. Right, think so, and if he refers to his non-favourites as small clubs, mm. that must sink in to Howard Webb. It's got to be, hasn't it? And if Howard Webb talks to his elite refereeing group, mm. it must sink into them as mm. well. Mm. You know, and and maybe you know this is Andy McGregor's positive, you know, cognitive bias mm. that, and we've talked about it on the channel. They're biased, but don't think they are. Mm. He says small clubs. In the same sentence as he says, but the rules apply to everyone. Oh, do they? Do they? Because, mate, you are in denial mm. if you think all 20 clubs are treated exactly the same because mm. they emphatically are not. Now, you keep talking about, or they do, journalists. Journalists, what's the phrase? Client journalists? Client journalists, you know, yeah. Today, defending it. Everton are where they are, totally and utterly, and got nothing to do with anything else at all mm. other than poor management. Mm. Poor management, that's an understatement, but it's not the only reason, no. blah, blah, right? And you, you can levy the same thing at Nottingham Forest with 43 players and £300 million pounds and mm. all those sorts of things. But ultimately, it's not a level playing field. It's not. Because the guy who's on a big, fat salary knows his salary is dependent upon big, fat broadcasting deals, and he believes, consciously or subconsciously or both, that that's achieved by having these lovely six teams over here are the biggest and the best and the most exciting. And mm. we keep doing surveys that they're the people, you know, they're the ones people want to want to watch. Man United will be on live for as long as they're in the FA Cup mm. because of the same thing, yeah. right? And, and so not all are equal. But to say that they're treated equally when you can refer to some of them as small, mm-hmm. define small... Mr. Masters. Just pull his text down. So he can't, show you how small he can't be the chief exec. And, and if, if, if the, the wider fan base, the football fan base in this country, right, if we all decided here and now, he's got to go, mm. just like the ESL was shut down by fan activism, mm. he should be gone. The problem is, though, you won't be. Where will you get that support? The other clubs are all puppets. The 13. 14. That's why maybe that's what I'm saying. I think yeah, the puppets. If, if, the, if the 13. Because you know, why are they asked? But, you know, but yeah, because there's seven 
who have vested interest. Um, but if the clubs won't do it, just like the ESL, they were sitting on the hands. Everton, you know, had a, a strong view and look what's happened, mm. so to speak. Um, well, but it was fans who stopped the ESL. Oh, and noble fans, why, why should... Why should fans of Liverpool kick up a fuss? Why should fans of... Liverpool could kick up a fuss because of Man City, because that's directly affected Liverpool. Liverpool could have a couple of more leagues because of Man City, uh, if Man City... There's layers, isn't there? No, but that's what I'm saying, but their fans kicked up a fuss because they didn't like the Super League, didn't want to leave the Premier League, which is fine, I get it. Um, But why should they be arsed now? That's what it is. It's trying to mobilise If they them. can lift themselves above the tribalism, and we talked about it yesterday. I think it's difficult. With Evertonians back, Liverpool a bit was happening to them. Some would, but a lot wouldn't. Because back that's them on lots of other things, I suppose. But obviously, things yeah, but, that are easier yeah. to back than this. Um, but for a long time, well, what was the phrase, right? On, um, you know, the post office drama. They were telling you all you were the only one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And look around you. Mm. You're not the only one. Oh, well, yeah. Everton Football Club were the only one mm. until yesterday. Mm. And now there's two. Now, of course, there are going to be fans saying, I can't be asked. We're one of the big six, all that mm. sort of stuff. It'll never happen to us. Mm. But I talked about it yesterday and we were on, you know, the reaction of City fans mm. on a timeline when someone says, when are they getting done? Mm. And they're worried. Of course they are. They might say they're not. They know they got, which is what the question was really, that Masters fumbled. You know, why is it the guys with the deepest pockets with the best lawyers get better treatment? Mm. And we've said it on this channel more than once. This 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 competition is about marketeers and lawyers, mm. not about players yeah, yeah. and football clubs. Yeah. Now, if we, the fans, as a group, I was just going to suck that up, let's roll over, you know? Mm. But it's not even as if... Let's, I prefer the fourteen because the treacherous six will always be for me. That's what they will be. Um, but, but their fan, let's be clear though, the fans weren't given a, a the opportunity to vote for it and say, well, when they were, they they, they kiboshed it. Didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the owners but, of them six. Yes, to, no, no, no. Consider. That's what I mean. It's yeah. it's the club. Yeah, and, and not the supporters. And, and, yeah. Absolutely, and the ESL is <laughs> the example of the vested interest for Liverpool or Man United, whoever it might, the other the six of them. Mm. Or cities, who we don't join it, we'll be left behind. Mm. Some cock and bull excuse like that was all their fans thought it was wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So they will. We as fans will stand up for what is right. Mm. Okay. I mean, focusing on City is giving Chelsea an easy ride. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea are worse than City in in the respect that Chelsea have admitted they've done wrong and have gone. And I love the fact penalized that penalised by UEFA last year. Paid it. I love the fact that they went well. It was all done before we got here, so as if that's like, well, you're all right then. Yeah. So, so, so does that mean Colin Chong can bounce into the Premier League today and go, Same. see all that? That was done. Wasn't done on my watch, Denise mate. did so that. So we're all she, right now. Yeah. So, Denise so, has done that. It's not, it's not us. Yeah. You know, that, that's what's happened with Chelsea. Chelsea have been, have done probably stuff way worse than what Manchester City have done. City have got more charges, but... Journalists keep saying like 60 of them are about emails. Half, half of them you could do in an afternoon. Because their email stuff, yeah. but Chelsea have admitted to doing things that I'm not sure whether City have because we haven't been told the intricacies of it. But what came out about Chelsea, what Todd Bowley reported, stuff like that is is it is cheating. That is cheating. 
Yeah. So if you sat with a Chelsea fan, they were like, oh, Everton are cheating. So like, this is Everton's thing. I'll give you the what's really happened mm. and then you tell me if they cheated, as yeah. in sport and they cheated. So, you know, there's a global pandemic, blah, blah, and go through it all and they've sold all the best players because the Premier League told them to, to get money and to keep staying alive, whatever, whatever. The, the third bottom in net spend over the last five. And you go and you go and you go and give them all the mitigating circumstances and how many trophies have they won? Zero. And how well have they done? Well, they've been in two relegation fights in the third mm-hmm. because of that. What have Chelsea done? And you list all the things where well, you've won five Premier Leagues, you've won two Champions Leagues, you've won that, you paid the manager in three different... Th- you hid money, you done All of that stuff is... would be construed as sportingly gaining advantage because your age bill says it, your trophy hall says it, your players who you've had say it, the all the managers you've had says it. So which one cheated? Everton or Chelsea? Well, if you go by um, what the commission against us, mm. what the KC said about it not being deliberate, mm. let's just call the Chelsea stuff yeah, yeah. deliberate. Yeah, well, that's how it seems, <laughs> doesn't it? That's what They've teams. owned up to it being yeah. deliberate. So, you know. So that's where you'd look at any... I would think, like to think any sane football fan would step back for a second and go who's really the problem mm. the club that is hasn't done if you actually go and look i know there's sensational headlines that everton have spent 680 million but they don't ever tell you how much they've brought in ever the net spend over five years puts us 18th in the league third from bottom right they even take it over the last three years. It's even weird. I think we've spent something like 20 million in three years. Or Less than a tenth of what. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Forest suspense in the last 18 months. Okay, Newcastle 400. I'm going to go with Newcastle. I'm just saying, but in... In relation, Newcastle spent four hundred million. Villa have spent three hundred. Arsenal seven hundred, six hundred of them. But the headline is Everton have spent this. Okay, well, give us the ten years before Machiri took over when Everton spent was one hundred and eleven million. Hmm. You know, and in ten years, you know what I mean. So there's that thing of when they just go, "Oh, you've cheated." Well, they're building a stadium. That's how we failed it. There's a global pandemic, so we've lost huge amounts of money. Hmm. That's how we failed Ukraine. it. The, the Russian-Ukraine the sanctioning war. of Osmanov. You know, really. that kind of thing. So there is mitigating... They're not, you're absolutely right, and you said it before, the run-on of Everton has been shambolic, uh, mm. and I'm not putting it nicely, saying it's shambolic. You know, nobody... I think you said it, or Ped said it yesterday. Where, I think it was you when we were on the thing. We can, we can have a go at different things, but where was the person in the room that went, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> we're spending all this money, and we're only bringing this in. We are in a little, we Stuck. need to sort ourselves out a little bit. No one clearly done that, but taking all that into consideration, you can't call it cheating. Can, can I give some sympathy to the Premier League? Go on, is it allowed? I mean, I, I after what he said today, I don't think it's allowed, but so, I will hear. So we'll set, we'll set this play up. devil's advocate as yeah, 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 yeah. John. We'll set this up. Uh, Mr. Masters also said, football. Little Dicky, can we call Sorry. him that? Please? Little Dicky said, yeah. um. Football without fans is nothing. Yeah. Mate, I'm an Evertonian. If you see this, give me a call and I'll tell you what it's like to be an Evertonian right now. Mm. Because I've got mates who gave up going to away games because 
the love was going. Mm -hmm. And they're now actively talking about giving it a full stop. Yeah. Guys who've been fans for 60 years saying, mm -hmm. I'm at the end of my tether, mm -hmm. who's followed this football club throughout the country, throughout Europe, all sorts of places, right? Anyway, Premier League, right? The process is not fit for purpose. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Thank you. The process <laughs> yeah. of, of dealing with what yeah, we've allegedly been, yeah, you know, it's not fit for process. So, and because of that, and because they're getting grief from, you know, noisy people who are saying, why does it take so long? Mm. And all this sort of stuff. They've come up with an accelerated process, which clearly isn't fit for purpose and so on and so forth. Yeah. One might suggest they were a bit complacent, right? Mm. And probably perhaps maybe had a view that you know these rules are written we're never going to have to use them mm. but then they had to use them on everton right mm. but everton have had decades of poor management right yeah we've had a, a billionaire owner who would in the in the probably in the box of don't worry about the money you know just let's get the players in and we get it wrong we'll just get rid and get new ones saying so that was the approach to managers wasn't it so you so you got very very poor management then you have a worldwide pandemic yeah yeah then yeah oh sort of around the same time you have a war right which causes sanctions to be applied to a major sponsor uh, and so on in other words you have a total alignment of all the worst things that could go wrong mm -hmm. and we were spent by 19 and a half million yeah yeah right so actually you take any of those events out and this football club does not fail, does it? Mm. No. Look how crazy Forrest have had to, had to behave on the acquisition of players, mm. right? And we don't know how big their breach is yet, mm. but in the grand scheme of things, one suspects it's not going to be earth shattering. No mm. one's talking about them going into administration. No. no one's talking about them going out of business because guess what? The owner's funding it all. Right. Mm. Instead, we're having forensic accountants and lawyers and heaven forbid, some numpties who call themselves journalists. Yeah. Right. Um, yes, Matthew Hughes. Um, call themselves journalists mm. arguing about whether an interest payment on a loan was for a stadium or not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, anyone who's worked in business for any length of time at all, can mm. have a simple measure, right, uh, on whether, and I think we've talked about this on BWB, right? Mm. You know, a cost is incremental, is if, if something um, doesn't happen, the cost isn't there. Mm. So if we don't build a stadium at all, a fair amount of, if not all, of the, these interest payments don't happen. Mm. Therefore, it's dead simple. Stop having lawyers debating it, right? If they did not build that stadium, would those interest payments have occurred? No. Therefore, those interest payments should be against the stadium. Mm. We've breached, right, partially, if not totally, yeah. because that's not what the Premier League think. Mm. And the, the KC went with what they thought, not what we thought. So they're going to go into a room sometime in the next three, four, five weeks and argue it again. Mm. Lawyers and forensic accountants spending football's money mm. debating something as if it's var mm. they don't know the difference between doing the things right and doing the right thing end off yeah and now the guy who's the head of this organization refers to two of the most 
trophied, if you count Notts Forest, uh, sorry guys, Nottingham Forest, Nottingham Forest, yeah, yeah. Nottingham Forest cha you know, Champions League equivalent when it was a proper mm -hmm. trophy, a European Cup, and only champions joined in it. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and Everton been around since since the beginning as small. Mm. That's in his head. Small. Of course it is. Of course it is. But he still wants to trip out things he doesn't believe, <laughs> like football without fans is nothing. And yet, what you're doing is alienating the fans. Yeah. And getting it, making it yeah. worse and worse and worse. Um, All by yourself. Mm, Martin Samuel got it right. That's your legacy. Yeah. It's the fans. Harry James Tattoo says it's the fans that matter. Without the fans, we don't have a game. That's what Dick Masters has said. Little Dick, he said today. Yeah. That's well, then you need to just go back and go, hang on, what are, Why are we what doing? Are we what we're doing, doing then? We're not, we're not trying to help Everton get on and fall into what we want. We, we want to hammer them. He's also said, of course, that the rules we're going to try and do Everton and Nottingham Forest on, we're going to change anyway. Hmm? Get it? Get your head around it, mate. Why are you doing this? Hmm. Why are you screwing around with your brand? Why are you getting all this bad press for something you're going to sit in front of your shareholders hmm. and say, let's not do this, yeah. right? But too late for Everton or Nottingham Forest. And this isn't, well, maybe it is, but this isn't me saying we want to get off the hook. Hmm. This football club of Everton have said for a long time, a points deduction, a sporting sanction is inappropriate. Hmm. You're going to change your rules so that's in the rules, mm. but you're still doing what you think is the right. Still, so you're doing things right instead of doing the right thing. I still don't believe. Madness. Regardless of what happens to Everton when they change these rules, nobody should be getting a sport on sanctions. No, that's what I mean. It shouldn't be affecting what's gone on totally on the pitch. Agree. Do it in other ways. Give them a transfer ban. Yeah. Hammer the squad so you'd have to reduce yeah. it from 25 to 20, and then you've only got 20 players who mm. you would say, oh, these are first team. But, a lot of clubs will panic with that because two or three injuries, you're knackered. Yeah. Do that. Hurt them that way. Do not take points that are won. Off. And I'd be saying it regardless. Shouldn't be looking totally to take agree. points off Nottingham Forest. They've got however many points they've got, 19, whatever it is. They've won those points. That's their points. The guy said that yesterday, didn't he? You've won the points. That's what it is. The points have been won. you, actually? Sorry. No, I read it out from him. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know whether it was a... I can't remember who you support. Newcastle fan it was said the, the your points. That's right. Why would why yeah. would they be trying to take it should never be anything to do with points. It's not unless, like I said yesterday, you're fielding an eligible player. <laughs> because that is gaining specifically an advantage on that day on the pitch. You haven't got a player who's registered, which most would, although it still happens because it happened in the FA Cup. Um then you get done for that because that is on the See, pitch. See, Howard Webb, when he does his cosy chat with Michael Owen, mm. would say yeah. that um, what you just said about an ill-eligible player, mm. that's a factual thing like offside or goal-line mm. tech. Well, that's right? it. And that... The other stuff is subjective. Of course it is because... so, so the Premier League have subjectively decided that actually what you did is worthy of having points taken off you. So they're claiming... We got a sporting advantage equal to 10 points by breaching the rules over three years by 19 and a half million pounds. But nobody's prepared to say, how did you prove that? Mm. It's subjective. We've and everyone who has an issue at VAR knows it's all the subjective things we have issues with. Some of our signings over the years have given other teams a sporting advantage. While hammering us, that's what we should be looking well, for. Well, mistakes we've made have given us a sporting disadvantage for the, you know, and the evidence which and Everton could prove it, is how few players hmm? 
in a net spend perspective, and I'm not a fan of net spend, but you know. Um, oh, no, of course. You know, yeah. but, but players we've lost because we're trying to stay within <laughs> a rule, which in, in normal circumstances, no one comes near breach. I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm again, net spend, whatever, whatever it is. But what it does show you is you trying to play, trying to stay within the rules, you know, yeah, how much you spent yeah, what you brought back in. It shows it you're trying to be sustainable. I, am I the greatest believer in it? Well, no, because it, it, certain things can skewer what you're doing, but it doesn't skewer it massively the no, way it the way it, it, the other things. Like I say, regardless of whether Everton go and get their points given back to them or whatever happens, when these rules change, points deductions for me cannot be even on the cards for anybody. I agree because it's a joke. You are messing with the with the actual thing that us fans go yeah. into the ground to watch. Absolutely. The other stuff is incidental as far as I'm concerned. You can come up with ways to stiff clubs and they will. Off the pitch, financially, squad reduction, transfer ban. They should be the only three. Mm. Whatever. And then the clubs can sign up to that and then they go, look, you mm. signed a fresh deal. Yeah. And what it is with this fresh deal is you do that, this happens. Don't, yeah. don't do any of this subjectivity. This, oh, well, you know, John might say it's this, but you know, Barry might say it's this, or Ped will say it's this, or, or you know, Ned will say it's something different. If you breach this, then you get a squad reduction of three players. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Now, some clubs might go, fine, we'll take that squad reduction, mm. right? If it's breached by 50 million, that goes to three players and a six-month transfer. So you miss a transfer mm. window. Something like that. So you, you can't just go, well, we're up. All right, well, we'll spend. And then 100 million, maybe something or that. Uh, the transfer ban's two years. Mm. Two years for bringing any income and players in. So you are, you kind of, it drags you back because you're thinking, is it worth us going 100 million over mm. and having a two-year transfer ban? Mm. Well, I don't know. But, that, but they should be the thing. So you know what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you can't just go, well, we'll decide on the day. We'll decide well, how we feel. Uh, Martin says, based on watching the coverage, there's no way we're getting those points back. That Masters is a snide and he won't stop until we're down. Myers says, just shows you how touch, out of touch Richard Masters is. Little Dicky Masters is with the history of football in general. Deluded, incompetent. I'm not saying the last words you called them, but you know. But let's hit it, bigger man. Be with an N. And ended in it. Um, Jill says, funny how the senior hierarchy at the Premier League forget their origins. Everton as part of the historic Big Five were instrumental in the creation of the Premier League. Brian says, unless the government <coughs> step in properly, it's just words. Masters is in a denial plastic bubble. The ruling in August, no good to us. They want us gone. And it's personal. Ever since we set up the neon lights outside the Premier League headquarters, there was only one winner. Liz uh, Liz says, I managed to catch most of the discussion around PSR and ourselves. Good to see support amongst the MPs for our situation, but they missed a few opportunities to go in hard on some of his bollocks answers, such as how are the Man City and Chelsea cases different to ours? Why can't they tell us a date that Man City case will begin to be dealt with? Masters came across as slippery and evasive, but there's no surprise that yeah, he is. That's what he is, isn't he? Uh, David says, morning, gents. Great point you bring up about clubs' records before 1992, meaning uh, not meaning anything to some of these people. Make a dictomony for between pre and post 1992 is dangerous for the game. 
Steve Speakers uh, full of the joy. He says, we're going down. 7-7-7 seven, seven, seven will get rejected. We can't pay the bills. We're going to administration and we'll lose 12 more points. Nine. Be nine if we went into administration and it reset the club, but we will be relegated. You know what he said today about City? I was just reading it. Go on. There is a date set for that proceeding. Mm. So he knows the date. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I can't tell you what it is. Mm. Of course. Why not? Of course. Why is it a secret? shrouded in secrecy, yeah. John. Um... And Mike we, said, we won't out, we won't out announce the outcome of uh, what we're doing with Chelsea until we've completed those investigations. Mm, the ones that are out they, there. I wonder if they'll manage to do it before the first anniversary of UEFA completing their investigation. Mm. Um, Malcolm says after the past couple of days' news, we've had have we had Sky by any chance call you up for an interview to comment? I bet they haven't. You bet right, Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Me and Pet done a 25 minute interview when it uh, it happened the first time and they didn't use it. Andy Burnham said the other day they'd done a 20 minute interview with them and they decided not to use it because they didn't like what he said. Because the Premier because Sky will be lent on by the Premier League. The Premier League say don't put anything out that kind of reacts negatively to us, makes it look negative to us. Sky won't do it. It's the way it is. The, the, you know, that's just mm-hmm. I can't, and you know what? I don't I don't sort of blame them for it from a business perspective. It's the way it is, isn't it? Um, David O'Leary, or Dave O'Leary rather, says, I've read a lot about what he said today, but didn't see a small club comment. It's it's there, it's all over the internet, mate. Um, be all over social media, what he said. Mike says, Richard Masters should be off to the job centre. Correct? Correct. Uh, Arwell says, afternoon fellas, don't think the commission should have the word independence anywhere near it. It's picked by the Premier League, paid for by the Premier League, and appears to rubber stamp any accusations the Premier League makes. I, I, that, to me, does not sound sorry. independent. Yes. Correct? Uh, just observation, which mm. I found. Uh, I had a wry smile that in evidence, formal statement, the word independent was in lowercase. Yeah, that's absolutely right, because it is an independent. Premier League, capital letters, independent, small letters. I've said all along, and I know, I know you... you want to back the integrity of these people but the I, individuals. I don't well I do as a thing no I'm, I'm saying yeah, I know yeah. you do but I'm saying I don't because I don't again cognitive bias if Richard phones you up and goes lads this is the outcome we want they might do it using different words but they still come to the same outcome and with no reason why I, they I came think to the same outcome it's interesting because if you read I'll call it a terms of reference yeah uh, of the Premier League's judicial panel and what it can and can't do and how it does it and all yeah. that sort of thing. It read to me as the KC who heads it up, Rosen, right? Because yeah. he was in at the beginning. Mm. Clearly, um, either wanted it to be seen to be totally independent, mm. right? Or had his own concerns that interference would take place because the terms of reference makes it very, very clear that as far as the rules are concerned, there'd be no influence whatsoever by the Premier League, which is why Masters, not knowing his own rules, offering in a witness statement, which we still like to see, Richard, by the way. Andy Burnham would love it, you know, as would we. No no doubt Nottingham Forest uh, uh, law, legal team will as well. Um, exactly what you said in that witness statement, but we do know that you, you offered to guide uh, Mr Phillips on how he should calculate a deduction, yeah? And unfortunately for you, he came up with what you wanted, but hey-ho. Grim, isn't it? Yeah, it's totally grim. grim. Basic trick How says... How long can he last, really? 
Well, there's all sorts of people saying just Google Richard Masters and Newcastle in the uh, and you'll see that he's met their owners and Man City's owners as well. And it's what it is, isn't it? Uh, basic trick says what we need is Baxendale to get into the Premier League and do a root and branch investigation. <laughs> oh wait. Um G Max says the biggest problem Everton have got is nothing to do with. Basically, it's triple seven. Everything else is, is irrelevant. It's just the maddest take I think I've seen on it, but fair enough. Um, the biggest decision is the triple seven one. It's not Evan's biggest problem, is it? I think the yeah. fact we've lost points and facing another thing is, is quite big. Um, doo -doo -doo. Greg says, can anyone answer why inflation isn't in the calculation for the 105 million? It would be 139 million today. Because um, they wrote a rule they never thought they were going to use. Mm -hmm. Therefore, some very basic things are not in it. That, and I suppose they have to herd twenty cats when they, you know, when, mm -hmm. when um, they're trying to get things signed off. But yeah. every contract ever I've ever written has had some form of accelerator in it because mm -hmm. you don't write a ten-year contract and say, "Well, I'll pay exactly the same money in twenty thirty-four." No, of course, twenty twenty-four. It's absolutely you know, crazy because your costs are going up all the time. Of course, um, Ian says uh, maybe it's time we as football fans make noises to push for the independent regulator anyway absolutely I think that's happening it's yeah. happening isn't it join the fsa people yeah um masters saying triple seven are not providing answers shouldn't he just say no then absolutely yeah, absolutely should. if that's what's happening so then they should just go right you're gone i'm sure triple seven will have an opinion on that yeah but that's the what i'm saying the i got was they provided everything they've been asked for mm. and if he's found to be being a bit light with words like um, quick, I'm about to go into this committee. Please ask Triple Seven for something so I can say they haven't given us answers. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Eden says the narrative and misunderstanding of this situation is crazy. <clears throat> Get on this comment on BBC Sport. Everton have breached two different periods, and although there is overlap, they had a chance to make sales and not be in breach again. Therefore, multiple breaches with no corrective courses of action should mean a harsher penalty for continuing to break the rules. Who said this? This is on the BBC. Yeah, but who's the <clears throat> author? I don't know. Can we, we have a link? This is the narrative. Um, Clint Eastwood, I'm not sure what, what this comment means. Leicester won the Premier League at 5,000-1 with championship players. Explain that to me. Uh, they got more points than anyone else, which is why they won the champ the championship. I think they weren't championship players. If, if Canty went for however much he went, and other players, um, drink water and Riyad Mahrez and all that. Um, <clears throat> Garrett says, "I lads, I can't see triple seven going through now. So where would that leave us? Do we need to find a buyer, or does Mashiri keep funding us?" Um, if you want to believe it or not, mm. Baz will get this bit. Mr. Mashiri has told the board that mm. he will continue to mm. fund the club if the triple seven thing doesn't go through. Mm. Um, Reading style. Um, Reading style protest at the Palace game, says GMAC. No. You see, the problem is, right, at some stage. This will happen, won't it? Better not. No, but it will, John. If you keep pushing 
fans one way and they don't think that there's any fair way of doing it, they'll start to affect it. Reading fans only did that the other day because they felt like they had nowhere else to go with the thing. So they've ended up getting on now. If Everton are just getting kicked for the sake of it, you know, keep saying it, right? Keep saying the same thing. How can you give a points deduction for something that happened in one season, then threaten the club with maybe another points deduction for something that happened in the next season, and then add the points deductions together in the same season? That that in any what in any situation is nonsense. That's if it does happen, but that's nonsense. And the rules me. of the Premier League allow for it not happening, right? But you've got whether the rules are as good as they can be. In other words, whether they're documented as well as they could be documented, mm. covering mm. scenarios and all that sort of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. is a mute point now because they are the rules. You know, There's a tacit acknowledgement by the Premier League, and he's repeated it again today, Masters, that their rules are not fit for purpose because they're going to rewrite them. They're going to write new ones. Yeah. right? And no doubt they will have learned a hell of a lot mm. since March last year yeah. about how the, the new rules could be written. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um I think this is a procedural thing. I don't think the rules allow them not to refer Everton to an independent commission. Mm. Therefore, we're being referred to an independent commission. What follows, and this is where it gets scary, what follows then is totally out of their hands. Mm. That's what allows them to claim it's independent. And I'm pretty damn sure Everton's KC will argue you can't have double jeopardy. Mm. You can't punish this club for two thirds of, of of the period, the period which they've already been punished for, mm. right? Which is why it becomes mandatory. By the way, I got a vibe when I was reading some of the stuff overnight that people have been listening to us in me- proper media because mm. they, they weren't saying it yesterday morning, but they were saying it last night. Yeah, that it's crystal clear, as we've said, mm. that Everton's appeal needs to be finished before. Nottingham Forest or Everton go back into the into mm. the room again mm. because it makes a big difference about how it's interpreted, right? And and for Everton, they need to know if we've just got a 10-point deduction, we've just got a 10-point deduction for the reporting period, mm. we can't have another calculated deduction, say the same size, mm. for the for a period that's two-thirds of that one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If we successfully argue that a sporting sanction of points mm. is wrong anyway, mm. well, that's binary. That's no points. Yeah. Right? So this is a mess. We, yeah. we talked about it yesterday. It's a mess. Mm. And all you've done, Richard Masters, today is give anyone who didn't have the insight insight as to what a contributing factor to the mess is, and it's you. Mad. Johnny uh, totally Kelly says, can't we just send the Just Stop Oil fella down to the hearing? <laughs> He'll sort it out. Dex says, never ask what Toffee TV does for you. Look at what Toffee TV does for you. Like and subscribe. Thank you, Dex. Much appreciated. <laughs> Ped, let me uh, bring you in on this. I know, but I, I just feel like if you just grab the mic just for a sec. Um, what, I mean, what have you made of his comments this morning? I know people will go, I'm not bothered and all that, but... I think it gives you a little bit of an insight into how some of the football clubs are viewed at Premier League HQ, not just Everton. I think that's more the case, isn't it? Rather than making it like an Everton thing. I'm sort of... it's <laughs> Using these words make me feel a bit 
they're a bit like even when you were talking about before putting the title it's like a big neon sign to Liverpool fans isn't it mm. um, going like ha 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 you know oh, point, yeah. point the fingers at but using those words yeah it's a little bit like not just about Everton but about any team mm-hmm. it, I mean not even a, you don't even have to go through history by the way you don't have to talk about Nottingham Forest well, Nottingham Forest have won or what Everton have won mm-hmm. I just think in the context of being the spokesperson for the Premier League yeah. Using words like small clubs, mm-hmm. I think that's a disgrace. I think that's yeah. that reflects poorly on 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 that is that bias that we talk about all the time. That is that um, the 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 thing that we talk about all the time of like saying some teams are viewed differently from others. Yeah. Now, of course, the argument will always be what's Manchester United saying over what's Liverpool's saying over. Of course. Over? Yeah. Of course. And we can talk about that as football fans, and we know as football fans, we go, Manchester United are a bigger club than us. Yeah. Real Madrid are a bigger club than us. We're not yeah, stupid. Yeah. No. Luton Town are a smaller club than us. Mm. But at Premier League level, when you're supposed to have 20 equal members, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be going near words like that. No. Because what you're doing is you're, not only are you fanning the flames, but if that genuinely is the way you think, you've just exposed that to everybody, mm. that you have that bias that, oh, well, you know, the smaller clubs, he shouldn't be using words like that no. for me anyway, and that, that straight away mm. sets a dangerous precedent, I think, for the whole thing. No, I think you're spot on, and that's what I was saying. He's the spokesman of the Premier yeah. League in this... Well, he is anyway. But also, though, going he back to what well. that person just mentioned before, yeah. I don't know how, how relevant it was, we say about <laughs> Leicester, mm. but you should be encouraging every team to be the next Leicester. To have a crack at it, yeah. And saying, this is why this is why it is the best league in the world, because actually, mm. what makes it the best league in the world is, because from their point of view is, is that Luton can play Manchester City and maybe beat them mm. and give them a good game, mm. and Man City go to Newcastle and it's a really good game and mm. You get that drama and on any given day that can happen and that might not happen in other leagues. Other leagues become very formulaic and Bayern Munich end up winning games 5-1 all the time or Real Madrid or Barcelona, whoever you want to speak about. They go and win those games. Whereas in our league, it's a bit more unpredictable because of our levels. And we offer those levels because of the, the, the finances. So we allow everyone to spend. PSR is basically not doing that. But the minute he is the spokesman, he is the person who's supposed to uh, send that message out, whether it be uh, in front of fans in America or or at a Commons committee meeting, that message should always be the same. Mm. Stay on message. The mm. Premier League is 20 equal teams and every single one of them's got an opportunity to win it. Will they? No. Mm. But everyone said Luton were probably going to come up and have the worst record points ever. Mm. And yet... Look at them. They're booking the trend. Isn't that great? That's mm, great. Totally. That's the romance bit. Yeah, exactly. And if we can, if we don't think Luton are ever going to win the league, well, let's just say, well, the romance of them is staying in the league. Yeah, that's there. They've been in the National League. This is a team oh, that have come oh, from the yeah. National League. Yeah. Didn't have a stadium that was fit for purpose. With you know, uh, the first game was was um, postponed so they mm. could get the stadium. And yet, look at them now. They're absolutely flying. Mm. And that's that's. That's fantastic for the brand, but don't go round calling them small. There'll be Hollywood superstars who occasionally sit at a board meeting and someone says something and one of the superstars says, Luton did it. 
they? Yeah. Luton yeah. did it. And, and it gives, Are we not probably, bigger than Luton? And then it gives an opportunity for teams like Wrexham to go, well, I mean, why yeah. can't you do it? Exactly right. Why well, can't you do it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just an observation about this, you know, it's 20, what, you know, and treat them all equally, so to speak. Masters has said today, hasn't he? Um, well, Triple Seven haven't answered all the questions. I haven't seen that, but people are telling me yeah. that's what he said, yeah. But in the same second, <laughs> he said, oh, we've got a day for when we're going to address Man City. I'm just not telling you what it is. Mm. There it goes, boys and girls, in a nutshell. Yeah. I haven't spoke to City yet to see what I'm allowed to say, mm. but little old Everton... And triple seven, who are in my pocket at the moment because I get to decide, mm. I can do what I want. Absolutely. Absolutely. History, mate. It's uh, got to be history. Ian Price says Masters is making a Super League within the Premier League without the separation. Everything is pointing to the advantages for the big six. Uh, like I said, make sure you uh, like and subscribe. Come on, if you're here. Definitely like if you think I've got to be in harsh and seated. Hit the like button. If you think Everton aren't being harshly seated, hit the like button. Um, Do you want a conversation starter on that? Not that we need one. I saw... Um, we can take the mic. Look, I mean, fan of the drach. You're chatting nonsense, but fair play. We well, can take the pee as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A small journalist Oh yeah. said this morning uh, some, on social media, something, mm. not verbatim, was... Well, stadium costs don't count in PSR. Therefore, are you lot not passing off other costs as stadium costs? This was started by Rory Smith last night on on Five Live when Julia was on. I was listening to it. Um, He's not the small journalist I was referring to. No, I know. I know. You're talking about John Bruin. I think. Um, I am. Yeah, I know. know. I do my research, John. Um, So basically, when the argument was put across last night by Julia about the stadium... Rory Smith indicated um, that Everton, the loans Everton had put in, the ones that had gained interest, weren't stadium Pacific. So that we may have been, in his eyes, a little bit, um, you know, a little bit, a little bit Machiavellian. Well, just just inconsistent, maybe, or just mm. just our truth is a little bit different to other people's truth. That's what he was saying. He was saying, "Well, if you can't say these loans were stadium for the stadium exactly, then you you can't say that they should shouldn't be used mm. against you." Basically, you they they will be used against you because some of that money could have gone to other places in the club. Um, uh, the problem is, I, I have no, I have no answer to that because I don't know, mm. and I don't. And then John Bruin has obviously listened to that last night because I can't see that he would come up that conclusion on his own, and has said similar things. If those loans that have gathered interest that Everton are saying, well, this is all stadium related, because mm. they had a lawyer on with Julia as well, and he was basically saying, you can't. The stadium stuff has to be part of of it. Come, you've got to. They have said if you have a st- you're building facilities, that's that that works for the football club. Julia highlighted that, and then Rory said, "Well, Everton took loans, but there's no there's no." Oh, re- I know what you're saying. Gosh, just this. Oh. Rory, New York Times sports journalist, mm. knows more about this than lawyers and accountants. He does, doesn't he? Well, I'm just saying what he was saying. No, he's just repeating it. No, I know. But what was but, said... But, but he's offering an opinion of, on a subject yeah, yeah. he knows nothing about. Yeah, of course. Sorry, I'm being rude. Maybe he does. But, yeah, what but it, we, what we know that the issue was Everton had a loan. Ever, 
for a for a certain amount of money. Everton used a portion of that money towards the stadium yeah, yeah. to keep it going and didn't tell the Premier League that, that they were using that money, yeah. even though they'd got an agreement off yeah, the yeah. lender for the show. So if I lend you 100 quid, really, no, re- know what I'm yeah. saying, but for people listening, really, you yeah. should be able to spend it on whatever because I've lent you the 100 quid. Yeah. And then Ned's going, yeah, but John said he was spending 100 quid on us going bowling there's, and he spent 20 on petrol. There's a couple so of you're th- getting done. That's what it is. There's a couple of things around this, right? One is anyone who's sad enough to want to know, yeah. you can go and look at the international accounting standards, right? Hmm? I can't remember what number it is. It'll be 23 or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, but I alluded to it earlier on. Hmm. If you've incurred a cost only because you've done something else, mm. i.e., if you didn't do that something else, that cost wouldn't have happened. Yeah. It's fair to say that that cost mm. is because of this. Yeah. That's the stadium. Yeah. If we've incurred interest over here, mm. forget, let's be honest, based on what the KC said in his judgment, Everton haven't been the smartest pin in the box yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. about how they presented their numbers. And that's where some of this fumbling is coming around, mm. right? And, you know, but Ingalls has done a runner. So, hey, yeah. right. But if you're building a stadium and therefore because you've built the state or you are building the stadium over here, you're incurring some interest, mm. that interest wouldn't have happened if the stadium didn't happen. It's for the stadium. Yeah, That's course, what the international yeah. accounting standards would say. Mm. Mm. Therefore, the rest of it after that is complete and utter noise, mm. right? Yet... We've been done in quotes, I guess, because of our inability to explain that properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And therefore, one expects... Maybe the, the appeal, better KC will be you know, able to... Well, it's not the KC, because the KC yeah. is a lawyer, right? Mm. So I, I don't know... Well, who will it be? I don't know who provided the expert <coughs> opinion for evidence defence around accounting practices, right? But we talked about this at the time when, you know, when the 30, 40 page thing, and I was reading it while you were talking. What's that? Masters oh, is that with Amanda Stavely. Yeah, and... yeah. I'm sure there's a picture we're in with Farhad somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's it, right? Mm. And, you know, when I used to do my day job, we used to talk about incremental cost, mm. right? The interest is an incremental cost. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why have we got our costs going up? Because we're building a stadium. Mm. Therefore, those costs are to do with the stadium. Of course. Yeah. But, of course... They never thought that someone's going to use that as a defence because mm. it was buried in a process. They never thought they were ever going to use, right? Crazy. So, so yet it, I'm sure when Everton get the points deduction totally removed or diluted, the KC in charge at the time will get the will get the credit. But I just think you know it's you haven't taken your chances the first time around, but you have learned from it. Mm. And and people like Mo, uh, you know, at Everton, mm. you know the the, uh, the media public relations guy, whatever Mo's job title is, but he's a very good guy. Mm. He's not an accountant either. Mm. And and so he gets told by the club, we'll just call it the club, about this, and then he has to educate others. Mm. Now, I'm pretty damn sure that some of these journalists we're talking about, yeah, whether it's Rory or the other guy, right, Mm. have had a call from Mo, and I'm pretty damn sure at the end of that call the guy will have realised he wasn't quite right. Mm. But he's still been on national radio saying... He's already done it. The horse has bolted, hasn't he? Yeah, he's already done it. People have took the... People I mean, have... This, but then this is... No, side with Rory Smith. I, I like Rory. I've spoken many a times. Mm. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 a good lad. he's a good lad. Yeah. He's just... He's obviously... 
as David Ornstein was when I put him right. Poking a hole in in the thing. Yeah, it's not malicious. Yeah, because again, no, it's it's that we find it educational when we go back at them. But again, it's the thing of Julia's got Julia's gone on there, and Julia was brilliant. But Julie's not going to know the answers to these questions, is mm-hmm. she? She's not going to go know the ins and outs. And again, this comes back to yeah. Everton need to appoint a spokesperson. They need to get someone in front of cameras. They need to get she someone on the radio. Officer. Of course, John. But you've said it for you've said it for years. They need to get someone on there who knows what they're talking about. So that when when these people try and poke holes in what it is, and Julia doesn't have the answers. She's there on behalf of the Everton fans working for Real Merseyside. That's right. She hasn't got the answers to that, and it doesn't. She's not representing the club. Don't get me wrong. She hasn't. She didn't. She she can't answer a question that she doesn't know the answer to, or she can't give an answer just guessing. Because mm. so there needs to be someone there who does know the answer to that. Yeah. Who can answer back? Who can say to Rory, "You're not. That's not maybe right." I mean, maybe Rory was right for all because I don't know. But the point being is, it needs somebody there who can answer that question the same way as on Sky today. Someone can go on from Everton and answer those questions. The problem is, there's too much of people picking up the phone and saying, "These are the facts." But if someone did, says to us. Well, what about this? And we don't know the answer. We can't guess. And I, I just think Everton now after we are this. You what you said before about the seven 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 or someone said it. They're absolutely right. Everton are rudderless, and mm. at the most important point, one of the most important points of their history, mm. and we are rudderless. Mm. You know the CEO doesn't say nothing. The head of communications, I've never heard a peep out of them, mm. put it publicly. You know, we've got Richard Kenyon. Yeah, we've got people. We've got people who will who will brief us, but they they don't go public. Mm. The public face is Sean Dyche. He will do his press conference today, yeah. and he'll be asked all these questions, and it's not fair to him because he doesn't know the answers, and nor should he know the answers. Mm. And this is where this ownership thing has to get sorted soon, one way or another, because we are absolutely rudderless. We are relying on. You know, you used the phrase before, uh, client journalism. Well, there's a little bit of client journalism from the Everton side of things where we're having to do the work for the football yeah, club. We're normal. having to get the message out for the football club. That's not right. The football club should have a mm-hmm. spokesperson who's setting setting all this. You can go on shows. You can go on. Sky won't come in here. They're terrified. When they did it last time when being Baz, they didn't do it live for a reason because they're absolutely terrified of what we'll say. And rightly so, because we would give them two and battles. By the way, for, for any non-Everton fans who are listening, that's not because you're going to F and Jeff. No, no. no. That's because no, you're no. very we were, we were both very calm. Last yeah. time, yeah. really calm. We were very, very calm. We didn't like we were, the message. We were, making, we were making like jokes to lighten it up and everything. But the point being is they will not come in because they do not. So Everton have to get someone who they can send down to Sky Sports offices in West London and, and sit them down and have a real conversation with them. Because totally they are agree. angry. They don't like the situation. You could see that between the two different press uh, releases that Nottingham Forest put out and ours. Ours was a lot more detailed. We're going after you. Blah, blah, blah. Forrest was like, sorry, Gov. Mm. <laughs> You've got us banged we your life. Uh, can we offer up Brendan Johnson as the sacrificial yeah, lamb here? That's it. Yeah. So with Evan Ars, are so angry about the situation, you've got to put someone in front of a camera. You just totally have to. Agree. And right. if and if that means if that means actually getting Julia and going, this is your new job at the role, and we're gonna give you the ins and you can stick an earpiece in her ear if you have to. Because mm. that's what actually that's what happens at other things. You know, that's what happens at other at other places. I think right, let me... though, and, and the and the of course, John, of course. all embracing understanding 
perhaps we could ask the club offline who is it you've got who could be the person on on the microphone for the earpiece that's in somebody's ear because i don't think there is anyone for what it's worth but, but when when people like rory smith ask those difficult questions and he's got every right to be a journalist yeah. when he asks those questions who can stand up and actually answer that i can't i don't know what mm. the loans were i i'm sure i'm sure i mean you, you two might have a better idea, but I hand on heart could not sit no, there and go. I haven't got it. Yeah, that stadium thing was all for all for the stadium. No, nope. I don't know that. So I'm certainly not going to say that publicly. Do you know what Everton did, right? Go on, jump. Do you want to move on? Go I on. do. He's I just bored. want to finish it. Yeah, because because uh, we're going live and I'm more than a game in like okay, eleven minutes. We carry on this then. Um, <laughs> I've just seen one on one. Andy said, "Quote of the day from Caroline Dinnards to both Little Dick and Parry: You don't know what you're doing." Wow, Absolutely. that's a good one. Absolutely spot on. Stephen Kelly says Grant Singles on a bedsheet. Um <laughs> and that is an issue, isn't it? Where is Grant? Where's, where's Denise? Maybe Denise will come out and give her opinion on what happened under their stewardship. I, I assume they got paid a very substantial oh, amount yeah. of money not to say anything. I know, but I want to hear from them. Mm. Um and <coughs> like last couple of Premier comments, uh Jonathan Rickett says, What's your honest opinion and where do you think this will end? To see another point, the reduction than relegation, triple seven denied, going to administration, starting a championship bill completely. I don't know, mate. I, I don't see a world in which Everton are given more points deduction well, on top say, of what they've got. You, oh, an additional point. Yeah, deduction. I just don't see. I, I don't see a world where that happens. I really Me don't. Triple um, seven. I don't know what that mate, Honestly, I. They're knows. kicking the can down the yeah, Premier League, aren't they? Uh, Benjamin says, Little Dicky, don't forget he bent over backwards to let the Sly Six back in and only gave them a fine because of the fans, which they didn't pay, I don't think. They offered to make they a offered donation. To make a donation. They were never fined. And someone said, We don't, I think it might have been Gary Neville said, We've actually got no evidence to pay it anyway. Pay there anyway. Mark, Max, uh, and don't forget they chose how much they wanted to pay. That's why it was, a do- uh, it was clearly dressed as a donation. Mm hmm. Because they don't admit they did anything wrong. Mark, Mark says, Championship, no VAR and Northern away days. I might fall back in love with football again. Uh, Brian says, Masters opening comment. It's the strong option of this group, the committee, to remove the need for regulatory invent- intervention in the future. And the comment regarding the six-year deal with the EFL saying that the independent regulator may be appointed midway through. That's worrying. Uh, Dan W says the chair was having none of it, though. At the end, she ended it with, you don't know what you're doing. Jog on, masters. <laughs> I'm not sure she said jog on. Uh, no, no, but she said, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yes, and absolutely. And Dexy yeah. uh, says, I watched the whole thing this morning, and Everton, I have to say, were well, present, well represented by the committee, asking questions, asking the same questions we've been asking. The EFL were doing their best to distance themselves from masters. Good old Rick Harry, eh? dismay. Yeah, it's right, Rick Parry. Stay well clear of him. I mean, you know, whatever. Right, we're going to be live on more than a game in eight minutes. So Ned will put the link there. You just go on. We'll carry on. We'll look at it. We'll we'll try to switch it a little bit from Everton and look from a more objective view of, of how it affects other teams as well. I think we've tried to do that anyway, but that's what we will be doing. So stay there. Get yourself a drink, 2.15. Make sure you like and subscribe to this channel and do the same over there. I'll be watching to see how much the count goes up. But thank you very much for everyone who's joined us. See you in eight minutes. <laughs> 